Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 53 of Art Chatter, where today Gaynor and I are talking about what works for us. Morning, Karen. Good morning. Have you had your coffee? I have, but I didn't really need it today. It's the first morning in ages I've woken up and thought, I don't feel that overwhelming, shattered feeling. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel really sort of full of energy and everything. Wow, that's lovely. Actually, I'm pretty good this morning. I had very little sleep last night because between my husband getting back from a late flight um, and the dog waking up bright and early because it's like, the sun's out, hooray, let's all go and play in the garden, (laughs) feeling. (laughs) But actually, I feel good too. So, yeah. Brilliant. Let's go with it. Good day for a podcast. Yeah. Feeling it. So um, hoping that everybody listening's got really good energy too. And if not, maybe we'll give them a bit of a zing in their step. Mm. So today we are talking about what works for us. And the reason is we've had a request um, asking about, we talk a lot about the business and what we do practically to get our art out there or to be confident or all those things. Um, and this one was, how do you actually work? You know, what's your process? What's my process? Because we're very different. And um, I suppose, where do you start? Our setup, yeah, our setup and our, our routines, I guess, in the studio and before the studio, before you even get there, what's your inspiration? So follow through. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about that today. Um, and if you'd like to contact us and tell us what you do, actually, that'd be lovely because we're all so different and it is really nice to... You know, oh, it's really interesting, that. isn't it? It is. I love finding out how people work. It's like, well, what do you do? So actually, maybe it'll be of interest. I always find it. I mean, I did mm. a... Um, on Monday, I did a um, talk, sort of demo come talk about my sketch, how I use my sketchbooks. Mm. And I was um, up at the Square Club and um, I sort of decided that I wasn't going to drive into Bristol. I was going to get a bus from the park and ride and sort of go. Mm. So I loaded up a couple of bags as with as many sketch, sketchbooks mm. as I could, and sort <laughs> of bag like, lady. Str- yeah, struggled up the up to the um, square club and sort of it's like, quite set a steep up hill, and, isn't yeah. it? Let's let's point that out. It's yeah. a quite a steep hill, <laughs> and uh, sort of set up. But for me, I don't know about you, it is sketchbooks are the start of where all my paintings come from not in terms of um not in terms of I do a sketch and then replicate that sketch mm. but that's where I I sort of draw you know I capture my inspiration in mm. in a sketchbook it's weird because we're slightly different <clears throat> I, w- I use sketchbooks in a different way to you in that way because I take inspiration 
like you when I'm walking because you go walking and do the sketching en plein air, as they say. Yeah. So you'll sit and you'll do a sketch. And you use pencils and a bit of... Do you use a wash or do you just use coloured pencils? I use... If I'm going out on just a walk, I will mm. travel light. I will take a an aquarelle pencil. If I use Faber-Castell um, yeah. okay. pencils cause, because they don't tend to... They don't tend to break. You know, the lead doesn't tend to break on those. I find them quite reliable. And I take a, a water brush and I've got a, a Durant water brush because I find they're quite robust. And you, do you notice a theme here <laughs> in terms of it's got to be robust, whatever I've got. Yeah. And I take a, a little sketchbook, something like a little um, sort of maybe slightly smaller than A5, but a landscape format but a sea white one generally because the paper's quite good yeah um there are other ones out there you know but but i will th- put that's links what I take. so that people yeah. can do a comparison but yeah i take those out with me but you don't take a sketchbook out do you no because i forget i've got them in my pocket yeah <laughs> i have and then so you do take it with you i have done on occasion i always take them on holiday and then think oh no I had my sketchbook with me all that time, didn't use it. Like an idiot. Ah. But what I do do is like you, I mean, I, I walk the dog every day. I live in Wiltshire, which is kind of the next county over from where Karen lives. Um, and it's a very green county. It's just gorgeous. It really is pretty. Um, and I'll walk and I think, oh, that's so nice. Do you know what I've been taking? For, and I, So I'll take a photograph often. Right. Um, and what I've been taking photographs of lately, just so that you kind of understand, I kind of go with a theme, not intentionally, but my brain goes, oh, look, there's another one. Oh, look, and once you've seen one thing, you tend to pick up on those. And I've been looking at pathways recently. So, you know, those little in, well, often I'll walk in the long grass and there'll be a moan head, uh, a moan path through the middle. Somebody will have known yeah. path. So those pathways make really they're really pretty to see and also sometimes you see a little um like almost a doorway in the hedges where you could nip through if you wanted yeah. to so it's yeah. things like that and I've noticed that lately my photographs have all been kind of similar of a similar vein but I may never reference them again so I, I, I take loads and loads of photographs when I'm out walking do do you um, print any of them out and then move them into a sketchbook or put them on a board in your studio? Yeah, now and again, I'll print a couple out and maybe cut an element or two out and pop them onto um, like a board. But it's mainly for colour references or the way the shadow plays. Yeah. It's things like that so I can kind of see the stark difference so that my memory of the difference, kind of that light and shade. And yeah. it might be a black and white photograph as opposed to a colour photograph so that I can see what the contrast is in the ah. dark spaces and the light spaces. So that's how I use the photographs. But I use my sketchbook to then doodle almost. So my sketchbook yeah. work is very different. My sketchbook is probably your non-painting day sketchbook. Right, so, but is it to do with your paintings, your doodling? Sometimes, because I do like doing florals and I in painting, and I also like 
kind of a landscape, but I also really like abstracts. So sometimes I'll just doodle with shapes and see shapes I like. And so that might it, transfer into my brain ah, to inform a painting. Because I, cause I was just thinking in terms of my sketchbooks, mm. and this is something I was trying to put across in the sort of talk I was doing, Yeah, was I'll go out and I will sketch, mm. and I will sketch and make notes all over the drawing, whether mm. it be colour, wind I direction, mm. light, mm. Um, really annotate it. Yes. Because I've only, I've only got my grey pencil with me. Yeah. And I um, then might redo it. I do it, redo it again. I might be thinking in terms of um, highlighting the contrasts, the yeah. light areas, the dark areas, mm. the bits that have got lots of texture, the bits that are quite smooth. Um, I'm really picking up on the colours in terms yes. of writing notes down. Yeah. But when I come back to the studio, yes, I do do my sort of, I suppose, my creative sketchbook bits, which is totally different to yes, absolutely. my acrylics. But I do use my sketchbooks in the studio to develop, I suppose, ideas and compositions that mm. are triggered triggered by those sketches I've done yeah. outside. Mm. Do you do little thumbnails? Because I do. I do loads of thumbnails. Yeah. And then I, I sort of might do little thumbnails and then I might... There might be a couple of them that I think, oh, that merits th further exploration. Yeah. And I then try, um, I don't know, I was I was thinking sort of there was a a sketch I did um, out in North in Norfolk yeah. by Wells next to sea. Yeah. And they've got... Um, My dad was from I was, Norfolk. Ah, I didn't know that. Mm. Anyway, I, um, there was like a spit of... Um, sand going out or yeah. headland going out with pine trees on coming in from the sort of right hand side mm. and then there was lots of sand and water and everything and yeah. I just thought what if I just flipped this and this is me back in the studio what if I flipped this and put the pines on the other side would it work better would it work better for the composition I want yeah um what if I changed that bit of water to sand? What if I just moved the water across? You know, so I start yeah. playing with the elements in terms of, I suppose, trying to create a composition I want to then paint. Yeah. But it could be, sev you know, it can be several sketches, you know, several sketches mm. in the sketchbook developing mm. an idea. And sometimes it doesn't go anywhere. Sometimes it stays in the sketchbook. Or it might be that just one element, like maybe... Um, like a heavy sky mm. element, like a blanketed sky mm. will, will then creep into a painting. Or yeah. the fact that I've noticed that there's absolutely acid green fields in the distance. Oh, wow. And I can picture that mm. and that element might creep, creep into in. a painting. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not necessarily one place. And it doesn't translate. I, yeah, I don't paint one place. I, no, I, I combine feelings and elements of different places mm, in, mm. into a piece yeah but I've yeah but the whole process of exploring all those sketches I've done and doing more sketches and playing and sort of remembering what it was like and sort of drawing yeah. again that really helps me with my work see on the flip side this is where we're kind of different and I guess that's where everybody's different is that I will annotate I will make little notes but it's about how I was feeling I could mm -hmm. feel the sun on my face or the the the, the actual grass was warm oh, um, I'll write notes like that yeah and it's kind of yeah. it was really happy day 
Um, yeah. What podcast I was listening to, because often I'll listen to a podcast. Sometimes I'll just, when I'm walking the dog, I'll only ever have one ear bud in um, because, you know, safety, I'm a woman. And also I get distracted very easily. So <laughs> let's face it, all of those things. Um, and so I will be listening out. So it'll be kind of what noises I could hear in the background. If there's yeah. a kite, because there's often um, where I walk, there's often kites flying in the sky. I don't mean man-made kites. I mean the birdie types, the big old yeah. beasties. <laughs> and they're gorgeous. and they, But they've got a dis- very distinctive cry and it's lovely. So, and how I was feeling, if I was feeling bubbly or if, um, you know, it was a quiet, calm day or if the dog was being giddy and we were laughing, you know, it's kind of that emotion that was attached to the day as well that I want to capture. Yeah. I think whatever you write has to almost trans... Well, whatever I write, and it sounds the same as you, it transports you right back to that time. Yes. yes. And I write things down very similar to that, yeah. like buzzard, buzzard calling. Yeah. Um, breeze over my face or yeah. sound of children playing or yeah. um and when you said bubbly mm. I, I was looking through my sketch showing them that you know people my sketchbooks yeah. and one of them is sort of and it's almost like a poem you know I think it's something like trees trees marching across the horizon yes um nice. buzzard buzzard calling mm. like you know blah 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 and it ended with wine Oh, because I was sat on a patio with a glass. I was we were on holiday, and mm. we had a wonderful view from the garden. And I was sat there with a glass of wine and my sketchbook, and I just thought, oh, I can still remember exactly. That's what it was the thing, like. isn't it? You really yeah. do transport yourself back to that moment. Oh, how lovely! Yeah. So yes, it, for me, starting that starting that's your starting point. point. Yeah is what works for me, but also not to get het up about having to do something. Yeah. I mean, when I go on holiday, I like to, a bit like a visual diary, I like to be able to do a sketch a day. Mm. And it doesn't have to be a sketch that's meaningful in terms of, um, oh, this is this might be a painting. Yeah, I don't it's do sketches like that. It's just keeping the practice and, and grabbing the memory. Yeah. I mean, I, I was looking through a Scott, one we'd been actually out to Hebrides, and I've got pictures of... A, um, lines of cars in front of me where we were queuing for the ferry. <laughs> but but it was just capturing all, all these elements of the holiday. Yeah. And I think even just capturing the elements of the holiday takes you back to the holiday. Yeah, it does. It, it takes does. you back to how you felt at the holiday. Yeah. And you know, all the things you saw while you were there. Because mm. obviously you take photos as well. You know, you take photos when you're out and about, but I don't specifically go out to take photos of landscape or elements it's just yeah it's you know, sometimes I do if some I mean I do sometimes mm. but I don't tend to it's do not much as it. your process no. you see that's that is kind of part of my process it's almost like the camera shutter and actually it's the camera on my iPhone because it's quite a good quality one and let's face it if I had a decent camera it would be lost somewhere it would be left on a ferry or a bus or whatever. So, um, <laughs> and it's also really accessible. But I may only have a reference for colours. What I do do is take photographs of the minutiae. So, um, little bits of, of um, oh, what's that stuff? 
Like moss or? Yeah, it's like moss and li- lichen on trees yeah. because the colours, it's for the mm. colour. So I may reference the colour and sometimes, like you say, printing off, I may print it off, but I might rip up the paper so there's just a little colour reference. Uh-huh. Um, I might start to do that as well because I used to do sort of, you know, before um, like cameras with phone, uh, phones <laughs> with cameras even, yes. um, before that, I used to sort of, you know, have photo albums with, you know, bus tickets and photographs yeah. and, you know, things like that. Sort I of. did. And in it's a way... concert tickets, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with me. And, um, yeah, I, I say bus tickets, you say concert tickets. <laughs> it just kind of says who we are, doesn't it? Oh, no. God. No, I did not go on bus trips. Yeah, <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Oh my god! I've just taken a slurp of coffee <laughs> with your alarak. Uh, <laughs> did you count bus numbers? <laughs> Sorry, oh, I don't baby. imagine for the second you went on a bus tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I'm seeing now is anoraks, flasks, and a bag of sandwiches. <laughs> but that's my attire when I'm up, up a mountain. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Uh, and actually, there's nothing wrong with any of that. It's just... It's she just can't funny. see me doing it, but yeah. Karen's no, actually so, wiping her eyes. Oh, dear. No, yeah. but so having a sketchbook that maybe you incorporate different things into it, like scraps yeah. of paper or um, from from your sort of around the time you're sketching, that yeah. might also just reinforce for me, Yeah, you know, the memory of yeah. that day. Absolutely. So that's something I Which might sort of do. Incorporate. It's totally random. Yeah. And I think my son, our son, Ben, kind of started this. We used to, wherever we went, he, he was fascinated. He'd always pick up a pebble from wherever we were. And that could be, I don't know, um, the Mall in London. Mm-hmm. Um just wherever he was fascinated by the little stones so quite often we'd bring just one small pebble like hand-sized pebble for a little because he was yeah a toddler when he started doing it and so often now wherever I am I look for a stone and quite often I'll look if we're on a beach or something I look for a hag stone you know the ones with the hole, holes in oh yeah so I'll grab a stone and literally that that's kind of tangible but it's that sort of sometimes it'll be a leaf or a feather. And yeah, a scrapbook would little, be really nice. Momen- Just little mementos. Yeah. That's a really nice idea. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. We so do. now you get into the studio. Yeah. What do you do? Do you have a ritual when you go in? Um, well, hopefully the studio's clear enough that there's space to work in oh, the that's first a whole place. Other story, isn't it? Yeah. I'm struggling with that at the moment, I have to admit. Yeah. Um but I I mean, obviously, you prep all your boards. I mean, mm. assuming that we've prepped the boards, mm. they're all ready to go. But I Hang always on. work on Do more you light than a one. candle? <laughs> no. Why would I light a candle? Oh, I like to get in the mood. You like sort of a candle lit in your studio? Yeah. And it's probably yeah. a massive fire hazard. Is it, a, is it a scented candle? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, no. I, I like don't. the same evil ones, E E V A L. 
the like Cornish candle, the soy wax. Yeah. I like that because they've got a really nice... But we don't have candles in the house either, so... Don't you? We're not, we're not, not candle household. Maybe, oh it, maybe if we're having, you know, a dinner party or something, or, or Christmas or something, yeah, might put a candle out then. We don't do Is it just me then? No, there's loads of people. You see them sold everywhere. It <laughs> just 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 doesn't doesn't do it for me. <laughs> oh, I can see where this is going. So uh, I also have slippers that are just for studio. You have a uh, overalls, don't you? Sort of yeah, step in I, overalls. I that's my messy painting. That's when I've got a big old. If I'm oh, just so doing something not, small, I oh, right, just okay. will get it all over myself because I think I I can manage without putting the overalls on. But obviously you can't. Obviously I can't because virtually every item of clothing has a bit of paint on the cuffs or somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. No, sort of, yeah, studio-wise, I'm just trying to think, sort of, yeah, so assuming everything is prepped, yeah. I make sure I've got sort of at least three canvases to work on or boards to work on yeah. at the same time. Mm. And I like working on boards because I use a palette knife and I, I mentioned it before, but I just hate it when a... You know, canvas springs sort of springs it's bouncy and other people mm. like it but I mm. don't um so I will have a number of boards and I will then start my I'll I'll maybe look through sketchbooks mm. and sort of have an idea of what I'm going to paint in terms of whether it's going to be a landscape or a seascape that's yeah. as loose as it gets <laughs> as and I might sort of think um, right, I'm going to um, think about the you know this particular place I've been to, or that headland coming out, or the mm. fact that it was a really stormy day and the clouds were moving, or you know the colour of the sea. Mm. So I'll think of various elements, and then that will make me think about the palette I'm going to use. Yes, um, but I don't get too hung up on the palette to start with. Mm. I like to use acrylic inks at the start mm. and I like it to be quite vibrant and I I like to get some colour on the board, but I don't I do. paint one colour on a board. I just start painting with colour, but having it everywhere. I know it sounds a bit mad, No, it maybe. doesn't mean. Yeah. Um, so I splashes think you, of colour or stripes or...? Um, well, not necessarily splash, splash, but sort of, you know... Swaves. Broad strokes, swathes yeah. of colour and little details. I start doing things like spraying the ink with water just so I can get some different texture, you know, different yeah. visual texture. <clears throat> yeah. um, I might be smearing paint. I might, but I keep it all quite thin at that yeah. stage. Okay. Um, one, because it dries quicker. Yes. And also, I quite like that transparency you get. Yeah. I mean, how do you start? Very much the same way, actually, but I will do one flat layer of colour and usually in acrylic because obviously I'll, I'll gesso and prep the boards or yeah, yeah. canvases I'll, I work on both <clears throat> excuse me and I like the texture of both for different moods I wouldn't mm. even say different types of painting it's just different moods if I'm doing oil and cold wax I think for me um, a board is preferable because um, you can have a 50-50 mix with the oil and cold wax, but I always, no matter what I'm painting, will start with a flat layer of acrylic. Is there a particular colour you go for? Do you know what? It's usually the one I've got most of that's nasty. 
Oh, if I've used colour yeah. and I think I'd have to really mix that well to make it lovely. So do you use the colour purely as sort of just killing the white? Both. Sometimes right. it will show through. So yeah. and I'll leave little hints of it. So it might be like um I had a really nasty fluorescent yellow that wouldn't mix with anything without turning it to sludge. Yeah. But was really nice for a little highlight here and there. I mean like a teeny weeny one. So I would only ever use like a brush stroke or two of it in a painting. So loads of this. I had a big old pot full of that. So literally cover the board. But I also do really enjoy using a strong red acrylic mm -hmm. as a base. I've because seen it's some, you. It's something yeah. to fight against almost. Yeah, I've seen you. You, you I don't know, probably a couple of years ago, mm. you were doing some flowers mm. um, and you showed me them when they were on the red background. And I mm. thought, wow, that looks fantastic. And you then know, I ruined it then, by painting. No, no and th <laughs> then, mm. no, but then you went over with a blue, like a pale mm. blue. Yeah. And... The difference in terms of it changes how the red. It changed it, but it changed mm. the red. But also, it made the flowers pop. It yeah. was, yeah, you know, they were mm. popping already. But then having the blue, yeah, come made in it different because you could still see hints of the red underneath. Yeah, but um, so it wasn't like a flat layer of blue over a flat layer of red. It, yeah, it it works yeah, against but, the other. Yeah, mm. totally. So but I do. I, I, I do enjoy yeah. doing that. Um, yeah, it's quite fun. And also, I, I do like the kind of, right, well, I've got to do something now because I've got a massive layer of bright red something and I've got to get that covered. Because <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was doing a, uh, mm. running one of my workshops recently about, it's the ones where I was um, doing about acrylics. Yeah. And I was, we were talking, you know, exploring all the different mediums you can get because... Yeah huge number of um, acrylic mediums yeah and one of them was that i picked up was um like a i suppose not a medium but it well i suppose it's a texture paste oh yeah yeah and one use it sort of suggested you use it on a hard surface rather than a flexible surface so it doesn't yeah. crack yeah um and for the purposes of the workshop i've just got it there as an example we so couldn't really complain. use it. Yeah. Because, yeah, but also you couldn't really use it because it took a while to dry. Uh, you know, you couldn't, yes. you know, it's that. And I I found it sort of quite difficult to sort of even consider you using it sort of myself in my own, mm. I suppose, process that I paint. Because mm. it was sort of saying you put it on and then you paint, sort of almost. Okay. I um, some people will put things like sand onto oh, yeah. a layer. And I can imagine this, that would be a similar effect, is it? Or no, is it like this, putting a layer it's, it's of like kind of plaster? It's, like it's almost like plaster, yeah. And it's so like you create kind of a layer with the pla with that texture yeah, and then paint sort of over it. Almost in pasto technique, I suppose, where you sort of build um, sort of texture using a, like a really thick paste. Yeah. But so I haven't actually used that. But I mean, I we. Were, we had all the other mediums in terms of, you know, sand mm. ones or yeah, heavy grain one or the iridescent one, nice. you know, just... But it's amazing that you can mix these with acrylic paint and get all sorts of effects. I don't use them all. I mean, at the end, I mean, do you have your favourite things you mix with your paints? If I'm working with acrylics, 
Um, I This is one of the reasons I do enjoy working occasionally with acrylics, is that sometimes you can really get that nice watery effect, kind of the drip, and I love that. But also you can add to it very easily and it still dries quite quickly. So I've got like a heavy-based medium that right. I will use. So it feels more like an oil paint to use. Yeah, I was going to say, it makes it really buttery, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, so you get that kind of nice, rich. And I, I might use it, I might build it up, but I really do like quite textured layers, as you know. So having the acrylics textured and then paint and then dry quite quickly is lovely. Whereas if you did that with oils... You know, it takes three months. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it takes months to dry. Yeah. But that's why I like um, oil with cold wax. And I, similarly, with the oils, I mean, because you use a wet palette, don't you? And I do with acrylics. That's Yeah, for... only, only to sort of store the paint. I don't mix on a wet palette. Okay. So you'll have, let's just explain a wet palette is kind of a tea tray with a layer of kind of kitchen roll or something similar. Yeah, sort of like, a, an absorbent like an absorbent, absorbent layer. Lay, layer. And then a the roll emulsion. of... And then a roll of greased puff paper. Some, yeah, I put some baking paper down. Baking paper. On top. On and top then it keeps thing. the greaseproof paper kind of wet enough to hold the acrylics without them drying off quickly. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And then I've got like a plastic cover that when I'm out of the... Studio, you know, studio. I can just put that over as well. Which is the plastic cover? We need a link to that. That's useful. Um, well, I've just used um, an old, an old tray that people served, like if you buy cupcakes or something like that. Oh, so, so like, like a just a, cheap plastic. Yeah, cheap, cheap, cheap. cheap Keep it cheap, cheap. inexpensive. Ah, oh, yeah. So sort of, that's the thing, isn't it? You can get really cheap stuff you that can. you can use and, and just adapt it right so I my palette is slightly different because I use an old glass well it's from an Ikea I think I got it for a quid in the cheap See, section I, but I've cheap, got a glass I mix on a glass palette yeah I do I do and I love it but the underneath is grey so that the colour you see on top is the colour you see on top and it's not distorted in any way by the white because white underneath can be quite reflective and change the colour to my eyes. Oh, right. I've just put a bit of white white paper. Okay. okay. So I use a bit of grey um, paint on the back, spray paint or something on a, on a plain glass palette. And that's where I mix. And I mix with palette knives. But my oil, if I'm doing oil and cold wax, and any good brand of cold wax, um, I'll do kind of a 50-50 mix. And that makes mm. it really lovely. But using the cold wax with oil makes it go off, in, usually in about 24 hours. At the moment, where it's really quite humid in the UK, it's taken a couple of days. So I'm having to step away, step away from the canvas gainer, um, to make sure that it's got time to set, if I want kind of a hard layer to work against. You say about sort of things not curing properly. Mm. I've got some pieces which I varnished, mm. some little acrylic pieces, and whilst I can hold them and mm. they're not transferring anything onto my hands, they feel tacky oh. still. And I would say this is probably five days on, still Crikey. feels tacky. And, I mean, they're getting there now. Yeah. But, you know, I just thought I've never had that before. But I think the, it's because I did yeah. it when it was humid and 
you know. Yeah, I was painting on last week. I don't know. And normally an oil and cold wax, the, the sort of layer I had would go off in 24 hours. It cures rather than dries yeah. because of the um, cold wax, which is fantastic because it means that you can work with oil paints more quickly and also buff them up to a really nice shine. Um, that's just me. <laughs> um, but I think four days, it took four days instead. So it's, yeah, you can see yeah. the difference. So just kind of be heat variant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just sort of, yeah, so don't try and prepare work too too late when you're trying to do something for a show. Oh, don't. Don't I've leave it. six to, weeks. Don't leave it I too long. I in days. Hold on, let me tell you how many days it is till I've got to deliver a bunch of pieces. It is... I've got 40 days. 40 days? Yeah, and wow. that includes weekends and sleeping, I think. So that's interesting. You'll do it. Oh yeah, you'll get it all we. done as I long as it's not too humid. Oh, don't. <laughs> you paint it. You'll be painting in acrylic. <laughs> Just to get it all done. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I do, and it depends on my mood whether it's flowery stuff or abstracty stuff. Or sometimes I you I sort of get a sketchbook out. And just do like a warm-up piece, mm. just like a makey-uppy landscape. Yeah. Mask off a page, sort of get into the flow of just painting yeah. rather than sort of Any being too thinky. On yeah. A, yeah. Rather than being too thinky-thinky about it. Mm. And, oh, I was going to ask a question then. I thought of a really good question. I should have just been listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> just shows you where I am. Yeah, so... Do you work on multiple pieces at once or just one? Because I yeah, always no, have I, several, I, like six, Yeah, no, as I say, I have, I probably work in probably threes or fours. Yeah. Um, and they will have the same palette. Yes, palette. exactly, yeah. And then when I've finished working those, I might then... Go back and... Ja change, change up the colour palette for yeah. another four. Yeah. Um, depends what I'm working on, Um I just find it easier to put one aside when I'm starting to get fussy about it. Yes. Stop yeah. me fiddling around and exactly. you know, changing things that don't need changing or yeah. let something dry. You know, that's the main mm. thing is let it dry, otherwise everything gets muddy because yep. you're because I tend to mix paint on the board as well. Yeah, I do that too. Um, rather than creating a colour and then applying it. Mm. Um and if a layer's not, and I work in layers, so if a layer hasn't dried, if I put another layer on top, it might combine with the first layer rather than being a separate Clear layer. layer on top. Yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah, you just learn from, mm. you, know, mm. you know, how many times, you, you know, practice really, mm. sort of how long you need to leave it <laughs> before exactly. it's I mean, dry. there's... A real technique with oil and cold wax, and if anybody, you only have to Google it and you'll see a certain style, and often people will pull the cup together. So yeah. they do merge or they pull through and everything. And that is part of the process often. And I will use that technique, but I really do like using them as separate layers as well. And that's mm. kind of... Um, so I really do need to let it go off before I can do that. 
I suppose you just have different times you wait for whatever yeah. technique you're going to use. Exactly. And sometimes, because they've dried and I've roughed them up a bit, because you can really like gouge into it, it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and sand <laughs> into it. I know this is where my violent pot comes in. This is where I get my sander out. Yeah. Um, when it's all nice and solid and uh, tough. Yeah. And then when you go back in with another layer, you're almost scraping it across the top so it goes... So the yeah. sound effects are brilliant, aren't they? Um, so you're kind of rattling along a rough surface and that's quite fun. It is. I mean, yeah. even with even with acrylics... Yeah, you do that. You know, particularly when you're walk, working on board. Yeah. You know, it's the sound, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good of, sensation. Dragging a palette knife across a board with your paint on and yeah, you know, it's nice. seeing where it goes. So what will you listen to talking of sounds? Um, if I'm doing sort of like early stages, mm-hmm. you know, as in not really thinking yeah, about just it. That just that kind getting of getting colour, colour on. Yeah, so just the, in terms of getting started, I might have a podcast on that's just going on in the background. Please tell me you don't listen to us. i never listened to us because we've done it we've had that conversation and also oh my god the cringe factor of listening to myself back oh no anyway yeah Yeah, so i i listen to listen to podcasts any favorites um, i mean i i listen to art juice and i listen to the one with michelle um oh um your art matters michelle lloyd yeah your that one Mm. and Oh, I'm trying Haven't to Haven't you got a criminal one? No. Oh, that's somebody else. No, I just tend to tend to sort of just have some podcasts, you know, just, I mean, I don't do it heavy. very often, yeah. Mm. Um, but then as soon as it gets into, like, painting, I don't have anything on, don't have music. I never have music on. Mm. Um, whereas you, you have more... You listen to books and all sorts, don't you? Yeah, I've noticed, and I know the way I work... Um, I often need, sometimes I'll need silence, but I often need to keep one side of my brain active so I can free the other side. Ah. And so if I have a book on in the background, and I might not be concentrating, it might be a book I've listened to several times, or it might be a podcast and I dip in and out of it, kind of focusing in and out of it. I don't necessarily, you know, listen to every single word. Um, So I, you will often see me with headphones, even in the garden or watering the garden or, you know, painting. Or Ben bought me this really nice, um, um, what do you call it, speaker. for It's a Bluetooth speaker for in the oh, studio, right. so I'll sometimes have that on. Um, so I'll listen to sometimes a little bit of music, just to get me in the moment um, yeah. from my playlist. But often it will be a podcast or a book. And it can be any book. You know, I, I love them all. And I often, often return to Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. It's just such... And she's got such a soothing voice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to read it. I don't, think I, could, I don't think I could listen to it. Mm. But I would... Read it. You know, it's such a I nice book. Read it. Honestly, I recommend it to everybody. Now I feel the expectation will be too high and you'll hate it. But... <laughs> it's a very good book. And the other thing I do, Nick Wilton, Nicholas Wilton, who um, I'm part of his academy and I did CVP, um, but he has a podcast and his voice is just so chill. It's another one that's great for the studio. What's his podcast called? Do you remember? Uh, I think it is Art to Life, actually. 
Right, and okay. he interviews a lot of people that are really interesting. Um, and he's okay. Just I might lovely. give that. I might give that a go. Search that one up. Yeah, he's because he's got just a, he's got this um, lovely American accent, but he's so uh, and I'm used to his voice, so it's quite soothing in the studio. It's like you can do this, you know. He's got. A, I yeah. can't do an American accent, so there's no point in me even trying. But he's got a really chill accent. It's funny sometimes. I. I think it's because I like complete silence because mm. it's almost as if it's almost like a, a a pause in all the chatter that's going on mm. around. Mm. So I think that's why I quite like everything quiet because mm. I just get lost in what I'm doing yeah. and there's nothing else, no, nothing else sort of warrant, needing to be processed at the same time. Yeah, yeah, true. And I think that flip because you live in... Um, much more rural space to me. We're semi-rural here. So we live near a school um, and also often I'll hear traffic and I think I zone those things out. Right. And I think that's why I have the noise on so that it kind of gives me oh, studio space that. noise. Yeah. 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 So that's interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but they're my little rituals. Yeah, that's the way we start. That's the way I start anyway, yeah. whatever I'm and doing. You, you've got to find, I think, and, and a lot of people will say, you know, you see people's studios online and they're so glamorous and they're amazing. And I think, oh, like Emily Powell. I think Emily Powell. Emily, I'm going to check. Anyway, she's got a new studio. Mm-hmm. I think it's down in, I don't know where it is. Devon Way, I think, maybe. I'll put the link in the show notes. But she's got this brand new studio that I saw this morning on Instagram. And it is amazing. And I said to her, can we all come? And she said, yes. (laughs) Um, And she's going to be doing workshops from it. Um, Mm. But it looks like, you know, when you envision a studio and it's got high ceilings and it's nice and light and it's got a bit of atmosphere and loads of wall space. It looks like that. Whereas well, mine is, is, is... This is a shed. It was a shed, and underneath the structure is still a shed. No, what it, I mean is, it's size-wise, yeah, it's smaller. It's large, but it's, um, what is it, 12, I can't remember, 12 by 8, something like that. So it's not it's massive, a, but it's, it's a, a decent, decent size, yeah. yeah. And now I mean, that we've taken, like, the framing stuff out of it, a lot more space. Yeah. I mean, when I, had, when I built this one... I thought that I'd have a huge amount of space and it'd be really mm. easy to run a workshop from it. Mm. And I can only run workshops with two people in here. You know, yeah. So it'd be really sort of quite sort of mm. almost one to almost one to one, well, one to two, one to two <laughs> workshops. <laughs> but, Which again um, is nice. Yeah, lovely. I've got too much furniture in it, too much stuff. Yeah. And you know, but, but you could be at a kitchen table, you know, it doesn't matter. Mm. Just do a little bit of art wherever you are and just sort of, cordon off your space and that's mm. you know even if it's temporary space bef- you know in between meals you know just yeah you enjoy it whatever yeah. I mean that's yeah. I started on the kitchen well the dining room table and moved yeah. into we've got quite a decent sized porch so moved into there and then realized that actually anybody coming to the house had to climb over all my stuff to get into the house and also I wasn't tidy enough for it to be public Mm. And then eventually, um, my darling husband said, do you know what? I think we should build a specific space for you to keep all of this stuff. 
which was very sweet of him. But I also think cleared his mind of my clutter. So it worked for both of us really well. And he has, I think I've told the story before, only once attempted to tidy my studio. (laughs) And after he saw the sobs, (laughs) (laughs) vowed to never again. Yes, do not cross cross the threshold at all. He was being super helpful. No, this is yeah, this is my little this is my little sanctuary. Yep. I mean sometimes it doesn't sometimes when it's absolutely stuffed with stuff with rubbish everywhere and yeah. no clear space to work, it doesn't feel quite like that. But, but doesn't it feel as, amazing once you've straightened it up? Yeah, I started that process yesterday and it's it's getting there. I've got a space on a table now that I could work. Well done. Whereas you know, when I walked in yesterday morning there wasn't. <laughs> but there you go. Anyway, so yeah. good starting points for our work. That's how that's how I start. That's how you start. Yes. And um, hopefully but, that gives some inspiration to people. Yes. Yes. I hope so. And also, sometimes it's just fun to know how other people work. Mm. Mm. But if you want to know anything more about our processes, we're on Instagram. Just ask us. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And we're always happy to chat, aren't we? And you do we workshops are. anyway. I don't. I do. Horrible people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on this week for you, Karen? Um, Just normal, normal sort of like getting things ready for the next event, the next workshop. um, Right. That sort of thing. And then I'm going to go away for a couple of days. Oh, nice. And chill out. Chill. That'd yeah. Be well, you know when you're just sort of been not running on empty. That's wrong. When you've just been just it's been non-stop, non-stop. Yeah. Non-stop. Mm. I think it's just healthy from time to time. Just to say, right, I'm going to stop mm. for 48 hours, and then you mm. know I'll be refreshed and carry on. Absolutely. Running at yeah. whatever pace I'm running at. And that that's the thing. There's so many kind of real life things that we also have to juggle. Yeah, that's and you do, you know, as as much as we say, oh yeah, we've got a dedicated studio and it's amazing, and actually, you need to set that time aside to go in there, but also you need to set time aside to step away. Yeah, you do step, for sure, for sure. It's almost hey. like step away from the gap. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is, isn't it? It's and yeah. it's self preservation sometimes, and you get so in your head, painting. I can forget to talk. My husband's been away for a couple of days and I don't think I spoke to anybody for, you know, I just wandered around the garden, into the studio, back out again. Had a lovely time. It was great. Me and the dog, poor dog. Her ears got talked off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, well. So, yes, I have a very happy evening coming up because I'm going to see nephew number three who Ooh. I don't see very often, and he happens to be down south for a few days. So we are having dinner this evening, which I'm that's very, very excited about. very civilised. It is. Well, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, it yeah, is. Enjoy that. Yeah, I will. So again, stepping away for a little bit and, uh, yeah, catching up, which is always a good thing. Always yeah. a good thing. Well, you have a very happy week. Oh, can we do that thing that we always forget to do? Hello. Oh, yes. What's it? The, yeah, I'll put my promo voice on now. If you like our podcast, um, yeah, share can it? you just share it and tell people tell about pe- us? Go on, you say bits. I was going to say, yeah, follow follow us or do whatever it is, subscribe, because mm. then you'll know when the next episode is out. And also it helps with all those algorithms that um, 
Oh, you sound really polished saying that. Yeah, no, I just thought, how do I say the word? Algorithms, (laughs) algorithms. Yeah, Yeah. no, just just sort of it it helps sort of boost the the podcast up the sort of search. Yeah. Hey, um, we were in the top 10 recently. I saw. In in UK uh, visual arts podcasts. (laughs) That made me quite giddy for a bit. And it was actually somebody else who told us, so that was even nicer because... We've got. We don't look. We don't look. <laughs> <laughs> we don't track these things. We just put it out there to share it and hope that it helps some people. Because I know we've both come across people recently who've said sometimes studio practice can be a lonely place. So we hope that. Yeah, we hope that you know you enjoy our company sometimes. Yeah, that's it. And if you do, let other people know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. There you go. God, we sound like professional seasoned people. <laughs> uh, anyway, enjoy your yeah. week. Yeah, I think you need two cups of coffee th- for this episode, but yeah, oh, lovely week to you all. Hopefully Ben will <laughs> edit it down a bit for us. Okay. <laughs> Love to you all. Bye. Take care. Bye. Kiss, kiss. Smoke and